Good morning and welcome to Emmett Audio episode 223. It's overcast. Looks like it's going to clear up today though. I have someone showing up from Vermont for a spoon carving lesson. Um, so I'm walking the dogs a little early. There's been a lot of talk um, on a handful of accounts that I follow on Instagram that have revealed that people worry about sharing things unrelated to spoon carving on their feed. This is something that's reared its head over and over for me because I do deliberately share things other than spoon carving on my feed. So I thought I'd talk about it today um, and perhaps get into a little bit about uh, a different way to think about it. So one of the things that I think first off is that um, if you only post about spoon carving on your Instagram feed, you run the risk of having your following be kind of hollow or brittle. Those are two different things. By hollow, I mean that there are a lot of people following you, but they just don't particularly care. And by brittle, I mean there's a lot of people following, but they are going to be turned off the instant you post about anything else because you've trained them to only expect this one thing from you. And people like the same old, same old. Once they get used to something the way it is, that's the way they want it to be. Um, and the problem in this respect is that life is long, things change, and if your following is hollow or brittle, well, if it's hollow, you're just not going to be getting the results from your community that you would be getting if people cared more. And if it's brittle, you're going to have a hard time pivoting without losing a lot of people. Um, even pivoting just a little bit. Um, and it might not be evident that you lose them in that your numbers might not drop, but, but people will stop engaging. Now, people stop engaging anyways, just because we're all fickle beings and we move on. We, you know, we develop a crush on some account and we dive into everything they've ever done because it's super inspirational and that lasts for a couple months and then we're on to the next thing. And that's totally normal and totally fine. What I think is perhaps much more common is just people, you think people are paying attention, but they're really not. Way fewer people are paying attention to you than you think are paying attention to you just based on the vanity metrics, which is why they're such a bad idea. In general, I've found that maybe, maybe 20% engages. Um on a really good day, and often it's more like 10%, and of that 10%, you know, maybe maybe 1% is where 
you have enough of a connection that things go beyond just a just a like and beyond i mean both you know selling to people but also just developing a real relationship with people and getting to know them a little bit um they don't always go hand in hand but they often do and so i think it's good to take any number with a big grain of salt um and i think the way to keep from having your account be hollow or brittle is to share more about your life. I think that if spoon carving is going to serve as a means to bring us together, then we need to share more of our lives so that we can understand how different our lives are and yet we love the same thing. If you follow a bunch of spoon carvers, and they're wildly diverse from, you know, someone who's transgender or gay, living in a city or out on a commune, to somebody who uh, is extremely conservative or very deeply religious or, um, or, or, <laughs> I just started following an account of somebody and they, they posted a picture of a handgun on their nightside table. <laughs> I thought, whoa. But I also appreciated the fact that they showed that, not because I agree with the need for that, but because they were sharing more of themselves than just, here's the latest spoon I carved. Because the way that we're going to build bridges in our community and across our society is to appreciate the fact that we are all different and yet we have this common thread that we can find common ground of passion and understanding in this thing that we all love. But at the same time, we need to understand that we're different um, and respect that we're different. So I, for, for that reason and also for you know, selfish reasons. Like I want Instagram to basically be a, a place to capture memories that I want to keep. I deliberately choose to share things on Instagram that are not just spoon carving. Um, and I've talked about this before. And what I find is that several years on, I don't care about what spoon I happened to carve that day, but I'm awfully glad I captured that photo of my kid doing that awesome, cute thing or... I just came across a photo of this moment that the it was pouring rain outside and the kids on their own decided to take this long cardboard box and hold it up over their head to go get the mail from the mailbox. And I happened to capture a photo of them, you know, with their little turtle shell on their back in the pouring rain coming back from the mailbox. And it's an amazing moment that I otherwise wouldn't remember. And it's only thanks to it's not just thanks to Instagram, it's thanks to my decision to share my life on Instagram with boundaries, right? We tend not to show the kids' faces. Um, that has allowed me to capture these moments, but it has also allowed me to essentially uh, create a community of people who are down for that kind of detail into my life. And I think that 
my community is a more uh, is a more robust, resilient community to me changing direction slightly over time and sharing different things than if I only shared the one thing. And I think to a large extent, people will self-select for that. So I don't think you need to be scared of starting to share more of your life than spoon carving. Even if, like me, you got onto Instagram just for the spoons and to share the spoons, I think there are lots of reasons to share more of yourself. And I think you can begin at any time. Sure, your numbers might go down. Mine go up and down all the time. Could have had three times as many followers as I do now if all I shared was spoons. But I, I continue to think that on so many levels, on a professional level, which is ironic because my numbers are lower, but also on a personal satisfaction level. Will, you want the ball? Um, I'm so much happier that I share my real life. And I think if you start, then it will shake out over the course of a couple weeks or months that people will either be on board for that or not. Now, I think it's important that you are thoughtful about what you share about your life. <laughs> Somehow, uh, this came up in my feed. It was somebody giving a tearful confession where I would have had to turn on the sound to hear the tearful confession. And I don't know about you, but when I look at Instagram, I'm often within hearing distance of my family. And there's no way in hell that I'm turning that on and letting that into my family life. So you have to be thoughtful, not just of what feels right for you, but what you're asking somebody to take on into their own life. Right? There's a difference between being real and honest about your day and also oversharing to the point where you're placing a burden on other people. Um, so you need to be thoughtful about what you share and how you share. But I would also say that if you're considering opening up your account and sharing more of yourself, don't just do it in one direction. Don't just decide and I'm looking at you, Dustin, don't just decide that you're going to share photos of fishing along with photos of spoon carving. I want to see your life. If I follow someone, and I basically follow anyone who follows me who seems to be a human, because I want that open door of connection between us. If I'm paying attention to someone, it's because I want to know about them as a person. Um, and I think as humans, we are, we fool ourselves into thinking that people are interested in a topic. But I think the topic is what gets somebody to you, but then what they get interested in is you, right? How many of us uh, found Yoav Elkayam? Um, for his spoon carving or, or pole lathe turning, but then got fascinated with his life of living in this van that he renovated to be a little tiny house and then traveling around Europe. 
that was an amazing journey that he took us on. I don't think he shared nearly as much of it as I wanted to get, but the point was is that what kept me coming back wasn't just his work. It was his life. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'm not traveling around Europe in a van with beautiful views. What do I possibly have to share that's picture-worthy or worth somebody's attention? First, let's separate the fact that picture-worthy can be anything. And don't be fooled by the fact that Instagram is a picture-first social media platform. You can have a picture that's unrelated to the thing you're talking about. So you can post a picture of whatever, some cool house that you passed, and then talk about whatever else. It doesn't need to be connected, and the caption is actually better if it's not just, here's this cool house I passed. If you take a moment to talk about, I don't know, the fact that your dad is sick, and it's been making you think a lot about mortality and how you want to live your life. That's the sort of thing that juxtaposition is almost more powerful than if you had a photo of your dad and then we're talking about your dad. Right? It's the it's the the juxtaposition gives it energy. And so I think we can be thoughtful in our feeds to share what inspires us in terms of photo photographs, but also talk about what is important to us. And those are two separate things. And I think Instagram works well that way, to share images that inspire us or that we want to remember, but then talk about what is important to us. Because in so doing, we make ourselves fully human to our community.